Hi everyone, welcome back to the second episode of season two, Let's Have a Moment. I'm Alex and I'm really excited for today's episode. We're going to be discussing boundaries and why it's okay to feel guilty about them sometimes, but sticking to your guns and ensuring that it's not about the boundary itself, it's about the expectation of your life, where you're headed, and why boundaries are going to help you get there. I think for a lot of us, boundaries seem like like the end-all be-all. Like, if I set a boundary, then we'll stop being friends. If I set a boundary, then this relationship is over. If I set a boundary, then this, this, this job is over. Like, boundaries, setting them and expecting a certain outcome, it's scary. It's not easy. Like, I have set boundaries in my expectations of a relationship and I'm single and I can sit here and be like well maybe it's because of these boundaries that I'm single but that's actually not the case at all I'm single because I haven't found somebody that can reciprocate the boundaries that I set and can match up to the expectation that I'm looking for and that's okay if I were to compromise my boundaries I'm sure I can end up in a relationship tomorrow but is that going to be the best relationship for me no right so it is a scary territory and I think that a lot of our experiences in setting boundaries have ended in a particular friendship or relationship ending because we don't often end up in the friendships and the relationships that we deserve we kind of like go with the flow and like sometimes we will have friends that we'll have for quite a few years and with the time it's taken for us to grow into adulthood we haven't really acknowledged the fact that we're probably not the same people anymore and that same rhetoric can be applied to a long-term relationship right like in the beginning it's the perfect match but maybe four five six years down the road you guys aren't necessarily the same people that you once were and setting boundaries is a perfectly natural process of having a sustaining relationship right A, a relationship that can withstand time regardless of whether or not you both change why because at the core of it all there's love there right there's familiarity there and those two things put together make for long lasting relationships but a lot of the times that familiarity and that love can also cloud the fact that you are being disrespected you are not being prioritized So today we are talking all about boundaries and why sometimes you can feel a little bit guilty about setting them. And I completely understand because I've felt that way before. But the reality is, is that sometimes the expectation that we want isn't exactly what comes out of the boundary setting. And sometimes you really see people for who and what they are when you do set a boundary. And that's in today's dilemma. So let's just jump right into it. I just got a new apartment and a new job that I love very much. To me, it's such a big blessing because three years ago, I had lost my job. I got scammed out of an apartment. I was homeless and at a very low place mentally and emotionally. That is quite the story. And the fact that you got a new apartment and a new job, like it just goes to show that you can get whatever you want. Like you can start from ground zero and get to where you want to go because I feel you so much on that like when I moved out of my apartment and back with my parents it was 
the most soul-crushing experience. I love my parents, of course, but I I feel you. Like, I was at a low place mentally and emotionally, and, like, here I am, and I'm in my new apartment, and I have a new job. So I totally get you, and it's, like, one of the biggest blessings in the world when you can look at yourself in the mirror and thank yourself for getting yourself out of that situation. I'm really, very proud of you. Recently, I just started a new job, And in this job, I go in at 7 a.m., so I basically have to be up by 5 to be there on time. While I was in training, I got in trouble three times because I kept feeling uncontrollably sleepy. I wasn't getting full rest because I kept going to sleep really late. My boyfriend had just moved in with me, and there was always so much noise on his behalf, and since I'm a very light sleeper, everything he would do would wake me up. I kept asking him nicely to minimize the noise or work with my schedule, shower after I did or etc i would ask him to do this because i kept telling him that i was getting in trouble at work and he would just tell me to mind my own business and that i didn't need to be taking care of him or telling him what to do i stood quiet and i just let it be that next day we had went for a walk after i got home from work and my plan was to shower and be in bed by 9 p.m so that i can get a good rest He was sitting in the living room, downloading a game and staring blankly into the TV. I had hopped out of the shower and asked him to shower because it was already 10 and I had promised myself to go to sleep by 9. So I was already past my bedtime and he hadn't showered. And I'm sure his plans were to shower by 11, 11 11.30 and since the bathroom is inside the bedroom... I just didn't want to be dealing with that noise and not being able to sleep well. He ignored me the first four times I asked. I got annoyed of this immature silent treatment behavior and I started yelling at him to respect me. And then he said, if you're getting in trouble at work, that's your fault. Oh my God. This narcissistic shit triggered me so bad that I was like, yeah, it is my fault because I keep allowing you here knowing damn well you can't respect me and this is my house and in my house there are rules. So if you don't like it or you can't follow my rules, then you can go to your house where there's no fucking rules. But here you're going to respect me and my house. I have work and responsibilities to take care of. I'm not trying to mess that up for anyone. If you want to stay late, we can do that on the weekends. But then I didn't have such a strict schedule like I do now and I was able to stay up late but now I have things to do and I can't risk losing anymore which makes sense like I think like you're stressed out too like it's a new job for you so there's already that stress of like having to overperform in the first few months because you're new and you need to prove you feel like you need to prove yourself and you're also stressed out for the first time like you have bills now so if you're not performing well at work you could lose your job how are you going to pay for your bills so I think there's also like a very natural sense of anxiety that you're also experiencing because everything is new to you you have new responsibilities it makes I completely understand why you feel the way that you feel he was like okay well I'll just see you on the weekends then because I'm not trying to be like a grandma and I'm not trying to sleep early or have someone tell me what to do or trying to have someone snap a finger at me I was like you know what you don't even need to come on the weekends because it's over And he was like, oh, it's over. Are you sure about that? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. I can't be with someone who can't even respect the bare minimum. I'm not even asking for much. All I'm asking is that we have an understanding that I need to be in bed early. I'm asking you to lower the volume of your phone or at least work with me in some way to help fix this. But you don't want to. You ignore me. You start disrespecting me. You start being an asshole. And I'm just fed up. 
he was like okay i'm gonna get my shit and get out and he was like and i was like okay i'll help you so i proceeded to grab a trash bag and put all his shit in there i didn't mean to grab a trash can but it was the only thing i found i just meant to put his dirty clothes separated in there so it wouldn't get mixed up with his clean clothes i grabbed all his things put it in there and he left he was so upset with me a couple of days passed by and i decided to call him because i started feeling guilty and overthinking about my reaction and i decided to test the waters and see if we really were breaking up or if we're just having an argument per usual to say the least he was still being an asshole and it's been some time already and he's so upset to this day and i feel like he will not apologize it feels narcissistic on his behalf but i can't help but to feel sad about the situation the night that it happened i felt so sure about myself and my decision it happened out of nowhere but now i'm just feeling guilty and i don't know if i'm the one that was wrong i've never set boundaries before and i can't help but to question if it was the right decision i think to myself that i'm a very calm and patient person so if i reacted that way then it must mean i've had enough of his shit so i I'm here telling you this story because I would like your opinion and I would like to know if I make the right decision. Okay, first of all, first of all, you feel guilty about the situation. One, because you did. You set a boundary. You did exactly what anybody in your position would do. I also think that a big reason why you may feel guilty is because he is not giving you a reaction, right? He's giving you the cold shoulder. He's making you feel like you did something bad because he's not turning around and apologizing to you. He's not apologizing to you for keeping you up at night. He's not apologizing to you for compromising when you're trying to compromise by explaining to him, hey, can you take a shower by 1030? He is not giving you the validation that you're seeking. And for that reason, you are internalizing your guilt and you're making yourself feel like you're the problem. But you're not the problem. There's nothing wrong with you setting the boundary that you have tried to set. There is a lot to be said about his inability to recognize how this is affecting you. For example, when you ask him to shower and he says, I'm not a grandma, I'm not going to go to sleep early. That is him genuinely like trying to figure out and like, genuinely rationalizing his own experience completely dismissing your own if he genuinely cared about the fact that he was keeping you up then he would actually explain to you hey like I will definitely take a shower early I understand that you need to be up early tomorrow when you suggest the weekends then he could be eager to do that on the weekends then but there's no compromise in what he's trying to do with you. Instead, from the very beginning, he's trying to make you feel bad, right? He tries to make you feel bad when he says that he doesn't want to be a grandma, basically saying you're a grandma. He is making you feel bad when he's basically insinuating that you are telling him what to do. And he's making you feel bad when he tells you that it's your fault that you're getting in trouble at work. There is no empathy on his behalf at all whatsoever. And after everything that you've worked towards, which he's aware of, right? Like, I'm sure you've been very candid about your experience where you didn't have a house and you you were homeless and you were you didn't have a job like and you were at a very low point emotionally and mentally like these are things that i am sure you have been very candid about with him and the fact that 
he has no empathy in that regard to pull from that vulnerability that you have shared with him to apply it to this experience goes to show that he is not mentally capable of understanding how his actions affect people outside of him and this is going to turn into a much bigger issue down the line should you have children should you buy a home with him like there are so many bigger things in life that are much bigger than this issue because this issue has a very simple solution which is i either come on the weekends when you're flexible is a little bit more open or i understand and recognize what your week schedule is and i'm just happy to be near you and i'm just happy to be with you that if you need to go to bed at nine then i can go to bed at nine or if you need to go to bed at nine then i will ensure that i will do everything in my power so that i don't wake you up because i know that you're a light sleeper these are things that you do for a partner when you genuinely are empathetic towards them and their own personal experiences empathy is being able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and recognize why their pattern of behavior and why their feelings have come to be the way that they are so his empathy would look like i understand this is a new job for you with a new job comes a lot of anxiety you now have an apartment that you have to pay rent for and that coupled with the anxiety of a new job probably puts you in a position to feel like you're under a lot of pressure right so he would be able to discern that and then he would be able to apply what he could to do what he could do to help you which in this case is as simple as going to bed early or just keeping the volume down right this could potentially be a pattern in his life and so bigger picture is not so much this isolated incident but it's really an opportunity for you to look at your partner as a whole and understand whether or not they are capable of empathy and they're capable of taking responsibility if you lose your job and he needs to take over all the bills for a little bit is he going to blame you for that is he going to look you in the eye and be like it's your fault you lost your job it's like if this is such a small ask and this is how we're, we're, we're uh, behaving towards one another, what is, what's going to happen when we have the big asks, you know? Because you're ruminating on the issue and you feel like now you have to think for two people because it seems like this is not something they care about. So you're having to think about it for you and you're thinking about it for them. It's very natural for you to internalize some of that guilt and be like, well... Uh, why do I feel like that? Why do I feel the need to apologize? Did I overreact? That is manipulation. That is manipulation 101. 101. If he had come to you the next day and said, Hey, I feel really bad about the way that the situation occurred. I know I said some things to you that I don't mean. For example, it is not your fault that you're getting in trouble at work. I understand that you are not going to sleep at the time that you want, and everybody needs rest. And I'm sorry for talking to you that way. I can guarantee you would feel proud about putting together or vocalizing that boundary. You wouldn't feel guilty. Instead, you would feel validated. And this goes back to what I always say, which is don't ever count on somebody else's validation of your boundary. Because if you do, you are going to feel bad about setting it. You don't need anybody to make you feel like your boundary is the right thing to do. If it feels right, then it is right. If you feel justified in setting a boundary with somebody and they don't give you the validation that you're looking for, that just means that that is not somebody that can abide by your boundary. And when they excuse themselves, 
They're doing you a favor. Nobody needs to validate your boundaries except for you. So while you are feeling guilty about setting it because he's not apologizing or because he's not coming to you and saying, hey, like I completely understand why you feel this way. You're also completely devaluating your own personal experience and you know what your personal experience is. In this instance, your personal experience is you have a new job, you want to do well, you're showing up to work, you're exhausted, you're not at your best self and the solution is simple. You want to go to bed at nine and you cannot go to bed at night because your partner is being inconsiderate towards your experience. That's all you need to know. Anything else outside of that is flutter it's it's just like extra you know what I mean and this is your house this is your house and your house does have rules and your house has rules because in order for you to to sustain your house you have to have a job and in order for you to sustain your job is you need to go to bed so that you can be at your best and you can perform well like it's very simple and you're having a partner that is completely completely devaluing your experience and your personal experience and your personal um, emotions because they don't want to take responsibility for their role in this. That's not fair. That's not fair. And the way that you feel guilty, that is manipulation. He knows. Let me tell you something. People that are manipulative, they know when they can manipulate you. They know that if I ignore her, she's going to call me. If I don't apologize, she's going to apologize to me. People know that. I think we always, like us as good people, we try to justify what other people are doing by internalizing that responsibility. And that's what you're doing here. And, and that is an opportunity for you to kind of step into yourself and maybe work on that yourself, right? You are a very strong person. You took yourself in a matter of three years from having nothing to having something. That is strength right there. 100% that's strength. That, that, that only happens to people who are strong enough to get to that level, to get to that point. Don't let anybody make you feel weak. Setting a boundary is going to result in the loss of certain things. It's just a way of life. When you set a boundary with a man, when you set a boundary with your friend, when you set a boundary with your family, they're not always going to like it. You're not always going to get the reaction that you want. And that's okay because the boundary isn't for them. The boundary is for you. The boundary is for you and never forget that. The boundary is for you. And you feel guilty because he just hasn't given you that validation, but you don't need it from him. You know exactly why you set that boundary, right? So recognize that and digest that because the more you the more you understand that, the more comfortable you will feel moving forward when you set boundaries within your workspace, within another relationship, should this relationship not work out, within your friendships. The boundaries are for you, right? They're a form of self-love. They're a form of self-respect. When you set them, you're setting them because you love yourself enough to discern what is tolerable and what isn't, right? So if he doesn't want to apologize, that's on him. At the end of the day, you don't need a partner like that. You need a partner who's going to meet you in the middle constantly. You're going to argue, of course. That's a very natural fact of life. But when you argue, are you coming together at the end? Are you resolving a problem? 
Or is that person looking at you and saying, well, it's your fault you're getting in trouble at work. Like, that's so rude. I think that's the big lesson for today. It's just like recognizing that boundaries aren't for the other person. They're 100% for you. And if we acknowledge that they're a form of self-love and they're a form of self-respect, then it wouldn't matter if somebody else likes it or not. It's not about them. We don't need to feel that validation from the other person to feel as though we've done something right and I think we can apply that to so many areas of our life like if we consistently remove ourselves or detach ourselves from the validation of other people there are so many areas of our life that are going to flourish because while it's great to get validation it's not necessary it's not it's not a necessity And I just want you guys to know that like not just in a relationship, but just like in dating in general, like if you're like me and you're like getting back into the dating pool, right? Like setting a boundary isn't um, the end all be all for me and what I need. Like if, for example, if I set a boundary with somebody that I'm casually seeing and then things fall through, like I can recognize that that sucks right? I can be like, why, like, why did I say anything? I think it's a very normal and and human reaction. But in the end, like, if I didn't say anything, then I'd be settling. I'd be accepting a situation that doesn't align with what I really, really want. And I can't, I refuse to settle. Like, I refuse to settle. I don't want to settle. I don't want to feel like I have to. And in the end, like, if I'm asking or I'm setting a boundary, While it may be unreasonable for the other person, it's reasonable to me. And I know that for somebody that is meant to be in my life, it'll be reasonable to them because they'll accept the same thing and they'll set the same boundary, you know? And if not setting the same boundary, they can understand why I'm setting that boundary. They can have the empathy and the compassion to recognize why that boundary is there by me, you know? And... I think that's the key, one of the keys, there are so many keys, but I think that's one of the keys to a very fulfilling life is being around people that recognize your boundaries as their own or recognize their boundary, your boundaries as reasonable and respectable. And um, I think like through life, like we just need to continually remind ourselves that like our self-love is really important and we don't need the validation of other people to fulfill us because our own validation is enough and yeah i hope that if you guys do set a boundary moving forward you recognize that that is for you and you only and if they want to adhere to it they can and if they don't they can exit and that's okay and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the second episode of season two I will catch you in the next one. And as always, you can submit to the show. All the information to submitting to the show is in the description below. It's just an email or you guys can go to letshaveamoment.com. No, wait. I don't know what the URL is, but I will also put that in the description. And if you guys want to follow me on TikTok, you can. I will also leave that in the description. And yeah, I love you guys. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.